And there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks in... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to Panelology Talks August 2021 Solicitations. I'm Alex. I'm Brian. And I'm Jenna. No, I hate the end. We should go back and do it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with the end this month. That's right. Uh, okay, fine. No ifs or buts, only ands. Only oh. ands. All right, all right. How is everybody on this wonderful Friday night? A little tired, but good, I guess. Yeah, this is going to be the sleepy one. It's wonderful because we are all together. Yay. Virtually. <laughs> well, yes. We're we virtually have... all together, yes. <laughs> we have yet to cross the recording in Jin's recording room together. Oh, that's never uh, going to happen live. again. Jin, <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. You guys should see this place. It is... I have. <laughs> no, wait, Brian has. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It has turned into my um, Poshmark office work from home storage room. <laughs> this curtain is an illusion. <laughs> it's it's turned into her mess, is what it's yeah. turned into. Yeah, I ginned it. It's Jen's layer. Is layer the the yes, kind yeah. term for that? There it is. I do lay upon my cushions like a dragon in here, yes. Why do you have a giant dinosaur and a coin and a bunch of cars in your office? I don't know. It's my lair. What what, what do you want from me, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn ceiling is kind of like stalactites. It's fine. That's true. Just uh, no bats. No. Well? Well... <laughs> No, Jen would not allow bats. <laughs> Baseball, yes. Chiroptera, no. Yes. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. We should talk comics, because uh, we've got two pages of them for August. Oh, so many. Shit. Yeah. So many. That's uh, a lot. Comic, comic book industry firing on all cylinders again. Heck yeah. From Plus a few. <laughs> yeah. They found more cylinders. They found more cylinders. The lost cylinders. The secret cylinders. The V-22 or something. I don't know. <laughs> Coming from Aftershock. Campisi number one. Brian, what is this? Yeah, this is, uh, this is a book by James Patrick. Uh, art is by Marco Licati. And the... Um, uh, this is a book about a small time fixer for like a mob neighborhood and he goes around like you know they say you know if you touch the girls the wrong way then he comes and touches you the wrong way like you know it's a, he's the he's the enforcer for for this uh, area and so when a dragon shows up in the neighborhood they task him to go kill it <laughs> 
I did see this one. This one sounded fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they describe it as uh, like one part get shorty, one part dragon slayer. <laughs> so yeah, should be uh, should be fun. How about Rainbow Bridge, Jen? Um, this was the "Hey, do you want to see Jen cry?" book. Um, what if you got to go on one last adventure with your little your little pet boys, your little your little happy friends before they pass on? One kid gets to find out, and I am going to. You know what? Maybe I'll just like live stream me reading this, and everyone can watch me cry the whole time. Every issue. That, that would be destination viewing, I think. If only we had done the same for Stray Dogs. Oh. 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 And, and instead of donating money, they could just donate boxes of tissue because you'll need them all. It's true, I will. I thought you I were going to everyone... say bags of kibble. <gasps> no. No, those, those aren't needed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have plenty. Over at AWA Upshot, not all robots, number one. I didn't read the copy. I saw the covers, and then I saw Mark Russell. Do you need anything else? Um, not, no, not really. But it's <clears throat> good anyway. But some of us uh, did read the copy while the other two of us yeah. were talking about those first two books because I realized none of us would have. Oh no, I read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, art on this is Mike Deodato. The year is twenty fifty six. Robots have replaced humans in the workforce, and every family has assigned their own robot. Definitely nothing sketchy about that. Don't ask Asimov. Nope. Uh, no, and specifically, they're reliant on them for their money. Yes. Yes. Since they work. <laughs> and uh, the Walters family robot, Razorball, spends his time free time in the garage building machines they're pretty sure are designed to kill them. It is Mark Russell doing what he does best. I was going to say, this, this has Mark Russell written mm -hmm. all over it. <laughs> yes. Over, Can't wait. Over at Boom, a title that I think is just designed as bait, given that all three of us have marked it on our lists. Oh, yeah. Eat the Rich, number one. An idea I can get behind. Written by Sarah Gailey. Art by Pius Bach. What is this about? See, here's the thing is that like I'm 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 not even sure that I know just based on the bullet points. Um it, it just seems like it's about affluent families and then something goes horribly horribly wrong. Yeah, it's definitely I mean it's definitely a a, a bit of a horror or thriller, you know, book. Um I just and I have no idea why this could just be me, but I kind of got the impression almost like a basket full of heads kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it mentions being summer. It's got kind of that, that yeah. liminal summer thing yep. going. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, this, is, this is, I mean, it's called Eat the Rich, and I'm pretty sure that's literal. And there's yeah. eye stuff right on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> just for you, Jen. <sighs> Not just for Jen, but you know what? I will, yeah, but, I will but, throw yeah. my money at anything called Eat the Rich. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just ask the little sticky note of an Andalite instructing me to do so. That stays on my computer monitor. Also from Boom, Something is Killing the Children, book one, hardcover. This is the first 15 issues, the entire Archer's Point saga, uh, in one big hardcover collection. Or 
If you, like me, are a sucker for slipcovers... Yes, yes, I am. A slipcover edition that I have already pre-ordered from my local comic book shop. It is $20 more than the other one. But, like, it's pretty, though. The keyword there was sucker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel... I. I felt it when you said it. It was like a punch and then also a release because yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't tell me don't tell me suckers are related to how they kill the children. That's not good. Oh. I mean, I I'm pretty sure some of those monsters have slurped out, sucked out some insides, yeah. Gross. So Yep, gross. we will move on. Dark Horse, Lucky Devil number one, Jin. What is? Um, it's a Cullen Bun book. Imagine that. Uh, some guy gets possessed by a demon and the exorcism goes wrong. And yet I, I don't know that it's wrong because he retains the demon's powers without, you know, maybe maybe not retaining the demon. Uh, I'm, I'm here for this. Cullen Bunn, demons, guys with powers. All of these things yeah. are good. Awesome. And Brian, I've, I've got to say, Brian uh, got to show notes before I did and he started the document this month. And I imagine he did this by copying and pasting out of his database because his titles are all all in caps. So I have to resist the urge to announce them like, <laughs> Unbelievable Unteen's World of Black Hammer number one. Yes, they were copied and pasted. <laughs> Absolutely. But I mean, if any title deserves to be yelled, that's the one. <laughs> well, that's why I did it. Sorry, future yeah. Alex, who had to edit that. Actually, Jin said she'd edit this one. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so obviously, right there in the title, this is a uh, this is a Black Hammer book. This is um, a story about the misfit teenage group who um, didn't really exist. They're just the figment of a comic book writer's imagination until she somehow starts remembering that. Wait, maybe maybe they weren't. Maybe I was actually on that team. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and it's in the obviously in the Black Hammer universe, and um, it's gonna be good. I want it. So this also is like their from, X book? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Or or Champions or Teen Titans, one of those yeah. ish. Yeah. Also from Dark Horse, Killer Queens number one of four. Uh this is written by David M. Boer with art by Claudia Balboni. Uh this is about a pair of reformed intergalactic assassins for hire on the run who are super gay. Uh, they work for a fluffy monkey with a jetpack who is on their back trying to reclaim the ship they stole from him. And uh, they take a mission from one of their old romantic interests on a contract that requires no killing, no casualties, and uh, everyone walking away alive. This had some hard Kim and Kim vibes. Right. Like I realized yeah, oh, this yeah. as I was talking about it very much so. Yes. Um, I am excited for this. Now, yeah, sounds cool. Now we turn our attention to DC. Oh, good grief. And Batman the World. What is Batman the World, Brian? This is this is actually a uh, a kind of a cool undertaking that they're that they're taking. So first of all, I'll let you know it is a twenty cover price is twenty five dollars for a hardcover. Um, it but it is DC taking 
Uh, it's a 160-page book, and they are taking creative teams from around the world, and each creative team is writing a Batman story where the story takes place in their own local country. And then they are collecting this and, and putting it together. I am not going to go through, obviously, all of these teams, but <laughs> I will I, I will mention a couple of cool places. Like, you know, there's, there's a France and an Italy and some of those kind of expected places, but then there's, like, the Czech Republic, right? Korea, um, Mexico, Poland. So there are some, some other un, little unusual places, you know, that you may not immediately think of that I think is going to be really, really cool especially to get some uh, creative teams from those places. Awesome. Yeah. We also have the kickoff for the Fear State event, which uh, will be in Batman, and I assume maybe across the entire Gotham City line. Uh, Batman Fear State Alpha number one from James Tynan and Ricardo Federici uh, begins this, although I will also go ahead and mention the... Free comic, to, free comic book day Batman special issue, which will also be the first look at this. Uh, actually, a couple of weeks earlier, on the fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I, I just love that DC is is going straight at straight from uh, uh, Marvel with the Alpha book. I, I can't imagine <laughs> anything except when this is over, they're going to have the Omega issue. Yeah, well. Yeah. It fits though because my understanding is is Tynan is kind of running Gotham in the same way that Hickman is running Krakoa now. Like, yeah, it's that, very okay, much, that's fair. Very much modeled after that. Yeah, uh, and I think we're starting to see actually how that plays out with like the different places Poison Ivy is showing up in comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it says more about Batman's quality right now that I am legitimately excited for an event built around the fucking scarecrow <laughs> a uh, sentiment i was hesitant to tweet the other day and then batman's editor retweeted me so like yeah i'll take it i i, I might be afraid to to be excited about that too alex well, you know who is not afraid to be excited about that? This is going to be a weird segue, because I'm going to say <laughs> Batman, uh, which is actually the name of the Batman book, and I want to talk about I Am Batman, not me. Jace Fox is Batman in I Am Batman, the follow-up to the next Batman's second son. Batman. Batman. <laughs> Just wasn't enough Batman in there, so... This is the same creative team who's been working on Second Son, John Ridley, Travel Foreman. Uh, and this picks up right where Second Son leaves off, which makes complete sense to me since I read that digitally. Uh, I am curious to see where this goes. I don't know if this is... It is not billed as a one-shot, so I assume that this is going to be an ongoing or pick back up somewhere else yeah and this is uh this is a number zero so yes. this is like the kind of the preview issue of it yeah we also have hardware season one number one of six the third of our three milestone books written by brandon thomas art by dennis cowan and bill sinkevich 
Uh, hardware is probably, of these characters, the one I know least well. He is a genius inventor who, if you read the Milestone Returns one-shot, gets set up to take the fall for the uh, gas that the cops use to break up the Black Lives Matter rally that Virgil Hawkins attends that gives everyone in the crowd superpowers. Because he was on the team that helped develop it, even though he said it was not ready for public use. Uh, very excited for this. Cannot wait. Brandon Thomas has been hitting it out of the park lately. Yeah. How about Superman versus Lobo? Jin, I know why this made it on your list. It's because of the writing team. It mm-hmm. It is. Specifically one of the writers. But, but yeah. yes, together they are perfection. Oh, Tim Seeley and Sarah Beatty. That Nacho Sarah. I fucking love her so much. I'll read anything yeah, she writes. Yeah, Money Shot's been great. Oh my god, so good. I need yeah. to catch um, up. But the fact, like, I almost hope that they they separate this. Like, one of them is writing Superman and one of them is writing Lobo. And what is your preference if they do oh, that? Sarah has gen- to write Lobo, period. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not a question. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah, I just, I just oh, wanted, I wanted to, to write sure Superman. Actually, I do yeah. kind of want to write Superman, but not in this team-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, this, would... is, this is going to be a whole bunch of messed up goodness. Uh, and oh as though God. we need to just sweeten the pot, Mirka and Dolfo is on art. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Black Label, three issues, 48 pages a pop. Yes, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also see the continuation of the Batman Secret Files one-shots with Clown Hunter number one. This one from Ed Brisson with art by Rosie Campa. Uh, I am all for more Clown Hunter. I love this character. Me too, and especially Ed Brisson writing a character in yeah. here. That sounds awesome. We have... The Joker Presents a Puzzle Box, number one, uh, written by Matthew Rosenberg, which, to my chagrin, makes it must-read. Exactly. (laughs) Why do we keep putting my favorite writers on Joker books? I know, I don't want any more fucking Joker stuff. So you'll buy it? (laughs) You know, like, who who told Marvel and DC? Abandon the property. (laughs) Sorry about that, Alex. Who told Marvel and DC that if you put my favorite writers on books I don't want to read, I'll read the books anyway? Yeah, that, uh, sales. that was me. Sales did it. <laughs> it's like, cool, <laughs> I can take a break from Venom. No, Rom V and Al Ewing are going to co-write it. Well, oh. fuck. <laughs> now I can't. Now it's going to be my favorite damn book. Yeah, you saw who's doing the cover for this too, didn't you? I did. Chip Starsky. Yes. Uh, pencils yeah. are by Jesus Marino and Joshua Hickson. Bonus points go to Brian for getting me back on topic. Uh, who wants to explain what this book is? It's Brian, because uh-huh. Brian's the other one who marked it on his list. Sure. I, I, I read it as 100% uh, the Joker giving the GCPD an escape room that they have to get out of. <laughs> I mean, it's a puzzle box, but it, it, it's that's the that's essentially it. Yeah. They've got. They have to solve this puzzle before the the time runs out. That's uh, yeah. In in print, this is a seven issue miniseries. I mention mm-hmm. in print because while I have not read it as of this recording, part one is already out digitally. 
Yeah, this is a digital first. Yep. Yep. Pennyworth number one. Brian, give uh, me your oh, two uh, cents. <laughs> so um, this is um, uh, they described it as spanning the years between the hit the the TV show and today, um, and it is Alfred when he is uh, an MI six agent, um, which you know we have had teases of before and you know some short little page injections but i don't know that we've ever had any really big stories of it so um uh, i'm i'm excited about that that sounds like it could be very cool have either of you watched the show at all not yet i forget it exists i do too and it makes me so angry when i remember i'm like oh fuck i need to watch that and then i forget again and i'm like (sighs) yeah yeah Is it in the same continuity as Gotham? I don't think so. I know it was originally talked about as a spinoff of it, but I don't see any connection there. Which admittedly makes it more likely to be something I'd watch. uh, You know what? I mean, it easily could be and not really have anything to do with Gotham, but still just have lip service that it's in that universe, right? Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Aquaman, mm-hmm. 80th Anniversary Special. Stories by Dan oh. Jurgens, Brandon Thomas, Chuck Brown, Stephanie Phillips, Michael Morisi, Marguerite Bennett, Dan Waters, Jeff Parker, Sean Aldridge, and Francis Manipal. With art by Steve Epting, Paul Pelletier, Valentin Delandro, Henry Prisetta, Pop Man, Trungles, Miguel Mendonca, Doc Evan Shaner. Evan, Doc Shaner. That's the <laughs> order those words go in. <laughs> Tom Derenick, Francis Manipal, and more. I love me some Aquaman. I'm sad we don't have an Aquaman ongoing right now. It feels wrong. So yeah. side thought. Um, I love that several of these comics writers and artists are like deciding to go by their actual names, but they can't actually drop the name that they've gone by for 10 years in comics. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're just like, the, the, that, that one. Yep. Yeah. Same <laughs> one. Um. Well, actually, in the other direction, Trungles has gone professionally by Trungly Win. Trungles is their Twitter handle, which I think they've become maybe a little better known by online, and that's yeah. why they've switched to Trungles for this. Uh, in any case, I'm very excited for this, and uh, we'll talk more about this next month, but we also are going to be getting a Brandon Thomas, uh, Jackson Hyde, Aquaman miniseries. That yeah. I'm guessing will probably spin out of this since he is, you know, writing a story in it and wrote Aquaman Future State. Yep. Yeah, just listen to those teams, though. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. Let's talk about some annuals. Batman There's Superman. There's a lot of them. There are. There are five <laughs> in August. Batman Superman concludes the Archive of Worlds story. Harley Quinn sees Kevin and Solomon Grundy team up to save Harley. (laughs) Suicide Squad asks the question, why is Connor Kent on the Suicide Squad? Yeah, because we've all been wondering how the hell that happened and why. Um, There is cover out there that seems to imply an answer. I don't know if it's a fake out or accurate. But uh, if it's accurate, seems like a big old spoiler. Midnighter 
which will conclude the passenger backup from Superman, mm-hmm. as well as lead into the Superman and the Authority miniseries that Grant Morrison will be writing. And then our called shot, Alex. Well, it's not really a called shot. It was kind of no, the last enough. page of this story in Future State. It's the thing, though, we have both been anxiously awaiting seeing picked up. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen, though. Uh, this is the Green Lantern Annual, which is answering the question, what will Jessica Cruz do after offered that yellow ring? Yeah. Yep. Exciting. Yes. Also, she looks badass in that Sinister Corp uniform. Right. Doesn't she? I, uh said it when that issue first came out and i'll say it again like this concept should terrify me like just as a a fan of the character i feel like i should be like "Mm, i don't know that seems like a step backwards but it was so earned and set up so well in that issue and ryan katie's been knocking it out of the park that like i have complete trust that this is going to be cool nice yeah I will also mention the Suicide Squad free comic book day issue since I mentioned the Batman earlier. Uh, this is by this is written by Tim Seeley and Brian Azzarello with art by Scott Collins and Alex Maleev. Uh, is kind of a setup for the Suicide Squad movie, or at least meant to get people excited about it. Uh, but it is a King Shark story from Seeley and Collins, uh, as well as. A Red Hood story by Azarello and Maleev. So, like, great creative teams, cool characters from each of them. Very excited for this. Yeah. Moving on. Image. Echolands number one. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be written by uh, J.H. Williams III and W. Hayden Blackman. Uh, art is by uh, J.H. Williams III and Dave Stewart. You know how sometimes um, there's a comic book announcement and collectively the entire comic book industry on social media goes, oh, holy fuck, give it to me now? Yeah. <laughs> this it is was one this of those one. announcements. This was that one, yeah. This is a, uh, like like everybody knows this is going to be gonna be big. Uh, this is a 44-page book and um, it is landscape. Uh, it's going to be uh, a sideways book. Which, Crazy. Uh, you know. I know. Uh, I am always hesitant about, but I have seen it done well enough times now that uh, I can be excited for this, well, I think. And I will say this. This is a creative team. I know them primarily yeah. working together, primarily from the New 52 Batwoman. And they do work in really intentional, surreal layouts. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's going to pull off a horizontal book, it's them. Yeah, and that's just it. Is when you do it, you have to be very intentional about what you're doing, and there's no doubt that they're going to be. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and this is, like, super, super brief. This is um, uh, described as um, the the last war of Earth starts when uh, somebody steals something. <laughs> and... Um, it, it sounds honestly like a giant smorgasbord of craziness. Like uh, everything from horror movie vampires to mobsters to retro sci-fi rockets. To <laughs> so it's just all over the place, and I love it. 
Yeah, there's also a note in here that each issue will also have what they're calling a raw cut edition, mm -hmm. uh, featuring the art of J.H. Williams as it looked leaving his work studio. So I'm not sure exactly what that entails, uh, but I'll definitely be looking to see what that is because I like process stuff. Yeah. Jin. Yes. King Spawn number one. Yeah. Um. So I used to read Spawn comics when I was way too young to read Spawn comics. Uh. And I'm I'm kind of been find trying to find a way to back. Blah blah blah. I can speak words. I swear. I'm glad one of us can. <laughs> I've been trying to find a way back in. There we go. Uh. And apparently they are expanding the universe with this book. So, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Spawn is gonna be fighting. Uh, uh, something that nobody else knows exists. So, I can't wait. Cool. Next up is The Me You Love in the Dark, number one of five. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, uh, Scotty Young. Mm -hmm. Um, and the art is going to be, uh, Jorge uh, Corona. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Scotty Young writing a... Uh, a, a crazy book about kind of um, somebody who wants to get away from the grind of the city and when they go out to find their muse in, in this small little thing, uh, they find something they are not looking for. Um, yeah, this looks to be kind of a, a horror, small town horror book. Which I, I really dig, and Scotty Young writing it sounds pretty good to me. And the creative team has been like sharing images on social media, and it's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jen. Yes. Old head. It's it's my boy Kyle Starks right there. Damn um, straight. Look, all it all it needed to say. All it needed to say was Kyle Starks, but all the description needed to say was Space Jam meets Fright Night. I'm here for this. I'm so here for this. Give it to me now. Why is it not in my hands? Uh, probably because I didn't kickstart it, but that's my own fault. Yeah. Um, but it's a, a it's former like basketball goes home to bury his mom and finds out that maybe she was hiding some shit from him. And maybe it's uh, monster-ish. And I need it. It's like they've always said, if you want to slam, then you gotta stake Dracula. That's right. We also have Punderworld Volume 1 OGN, which, frankly, me, I'm sold on the title alone. That's all you really need. Uh, but this is written by Linda Shayek, written and drawn by Linda Shayek, uh, and is a... Uh -huh. uh, Love-struck misadventure of Hades and Persephone, but, and I'm, I'm quoting here, but 100% more awkwardly relatable. <laughs> how did I not put this on my list? I don't know. I Somehow, I don't know how I didn't see this Everything then. Everything about that is, uh, yes. Yeah. Brian, yeah. he's getting all lusty for it. No, not that. Like, I'm oh, just. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I see yeah. images from this on Hades, Twitter. yeah. From time to time, and I am I am looking forward to this. Uh, Linda Shayek also wrote Swing, which is in the same world as Sunstone, but following different characters. It's good, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, very here for this. 
Moving on to Marvel. Black Panther number one, written by John Ridley, art by Juan Cabal. Uh, this has been described as more of like Black Panther in an action spy sort of setup. Uh, dealing with secrets from his past that have come back to haunt him. And Wakandan secret agents. Which is just cool enough on its own. Uh, but John Ridley has been absolutely knocking it out of the park. Everything he has written lately has been amazing. And some of my favorite comics that have come out in the last few months. So Ta-Nehisi Coates was big shoes to fill on Black Panther. And John Ridley is, I think, a perfect choice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Something we've talked about a little bit on the show before. X-Men, The Trial of Magneto, number one of five. Yeah, this is uh, this is by Leah Williams uh, with art by Lucas Wernick. Um, I, the name pretty much says everything you're going to get about this book before it ha- comes out. <laughs> well, I can add one thing to the conversation. Okay, what's that? Uh, if you've been enjoying Hellions, which Leah Williams has written, mm-hmm. and are sad to see that book ending... This book does star its cast. Correct. So this is sort of, not Hellions, I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to, yeah, not Hellions. Um, X-Factor. Mm-hmm. So this is sort of X-Factor 2.0. Sweet. And they've mm-hmm. already said, if you want more X-Factor after this, you need to buy this book. So buy this book because we all want more X-Factor. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, number one of five. I am going to say a series of words that will make Brian say, well, fuck, I do have to buy this. I mean, it's already on my list. Just oh, be well, it wasn't on the list that you sent oh, me. Oh, did I? I didn't put an X by it. Oops. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, that will make Jin say, oh, fuck, I need this. <laughs> I didn't look at any of the Marvel or DC because I knew that you guys would just make that list yeah. for me. Everything, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Jin, are you Pretty ready? Much. Yeah, I'm ready. Written by Tom Taylor, Ed Brisson, and James Takoe, with art by James Takoe, Will Say, Portacio, and Phil Noto. This is the reunion of Deadpool and Gabby. <gasps> I need it. You see? There it is. That's not in the solicitation text, no. but I know it to be true from following Tom Taylor on Twitter. I need it. Yep. I need it. Cable Reloaded number one, written by Al Ewing, art by Bob Quinn. Uh, we are seeing the return of what character in this book, Brian? Uh, let's just say, uh, hmm, let me think about this. Think Jim Carrey vehicle from the early 90s? The cable guy? Yeah. <laughs> that guy cable. <laughs> that guy cable. Perfect. Yeah. I, uh, if I ever have an unethical amount of money in my possession to be able to afford to do it, I will 100% fund a cable film starring Jim Carrey just, just to make it happen. No, I'm glad you don't have that much money. <laughs> and that, 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 I think the world and that is what happens when you have too it. much money, folks. <laughs> he didn't stop to think about whether or not he should. The unfortunate part is if Alex had that much money, then we would have to eat him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, there we go. I would stew me, probably. 
That's a double-edged sword. Some sort of slow roast. Uh, Really break down that connective tissue. There you go. Yeah. Uh, It is worth noting that this is a one-shot that is in part setting up the last annihilation event that Al Ewing is spearheading for the Marvel Space Corner. And Jen, um, just for you, there is a 30th thirtieth uh, anniversary variant cover by Rob Layfield. So, there you go. Fuck off, Ryan. <laughs> Are there sleeves? Yes and no. <laughs> pockets, though. Lots of pockets. Lots of pockets. <laughs> Lots of pockets. <sighs> we also have The Winter Guard, number one of four, written by Ryan Katie, art by Jan Basildura. Uh, this is a collection of Russian characters. Um, <laughs> True. Pretty much like it's Russia's Squadron Supreme. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah. Uh, Red Guardian, White Widow, uh, espionage stuff, Red Room stuff. Like I said earlier, Ryan Katie's been killing it lately. And I imagine that uh, this will be timed right around the Black Widow movie. Huh. Hey. Yes. I got an email Uh, the other day that said, Black Widow is coming back to theaters. And I'm like, it wasn't, it didn't ever make it there. I'm not sure there was even a trailer for it (laughs) in theaters. Yeah. Like, what? What? It's coming back. It's going to be two theaters back again. Like, maybe they're talking about, like, Avengers stuff, but even still, like, no, stop it. To this day, I don't think I've seen a trailer for that movie, in fact. That's one of of those classics. (laughs) Black Widow is coming back to the theaters for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Together again for the first time. Back on the track to run (laughs) My apologies to Mel Brooks. Defenders, number one of five. Written by Al Ewing. Ewing, really? Doing Defenders? Art by Javier Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, like, that's all I had to see. Defenders. I was like, eh, Defenders, I can take her. Al Ewing, oh my god, okay. (laughs) And uh, for the, I don't know, seven people who still think, what about that loose end from that Marvel number 1000 issue over a year and a half ago? <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Doctor <laughs> Strange and the Masked Raider team up. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, you know what? Look, I there are a handful of things that got delayed by that whole diamond shutdown thing and yep. COVID. And, uh, this is not even the last one of them to make it back on the schedule. Oh my God. There was, there was one that was announced for September finally returning today. Uh, if you were, were waiting for, Oh shoot, which book was that? The Darkhold miniseries that Steve Orlando is writing. Okay. It was finally announced as returning. Actually, as I say, this probably just in time for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Hmm. There you go. Marvel's Voices Identity Number One. 
Written by Jean Lin Yang, Christina Strang, Greg Pak, Maureen Gu, and more, with art by Marcus Toe, Jason Liu, Kriyas Lee, Lin Yoshi, and more. Uh, we, I think, know very well what Marvel's Voices is at this point. It's an anthology book. Uh, this one is focusing mm-hmm. on Asian superheroes, and it's got an amazing set of creators attached to it. Stories about Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, Jubilee, Silk, and Jimmy Woo. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. I'm going to want more yeah, of is. each of these creative teams writing these characters. I know this. Of course mm-hmm. we will. Uh, and one more one-shot that slipped past both Jin and Brian. I saw this, and then I don't know how I didn't see it again, because, yeah. This is an annual for Spider-Man Life Story. <gasps> yeah, Chip. Zdarsky and Bagley are back, writing about J. Jonah Jameson. <gasps> Yay! Yep. Yeah, I, I did see this. This is another one. Of those. I don't know how I didn't copy it over. Uh, I would just read an ongoing of Chip writing J. Jonah Jameson. Forever. And like... Forever. It doesn't even have to be Jameson doing things. Just like a super mundane J. Jonah Jameson book. Yes. <laughs> like, J. Jonah Jameson picks up his dry cleaner. sat on his couch. Okay. Thanks, Chip, for making me cry. <laughs> That's right. J. Jonah Jameson ordered DoorDash. <laughs> and they forgot something. Again. No. Oh. <laughs> no. You're a menace. One star. <laughs> <laughs> that's every review he leaves it's just one star menace <laughs> so good even so if he really good. likes something five stars probably a menace <laughs> that's right yeah then it's then it's maybe a menace right <laughs> I don't think you're a menace but I've got my eyes on you <laughs> All right, as we opened the episode with Mark Russell, so let us close it with Mark Russell. With Mark Russell, yes. From Vault, Dead Box number one. Written by Mark Russell, art by Ben Tiesma. What is this book? Hey, Mark Russell, I don't know who told you the story of the Red Box outside of the Publix in Cartersville, but (laughs) fucking stop it, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this small town, and I'm I'm not actually talking about the Red... Although, if you're from Cartersville, you know the story. Um, so there's this small town called Lost Turkey, and everybody goes to the same DVD rental box. Um, but it, something's weird about it, fellers. Yeah, like, like it, seems, it seems to know things about the people of the town that they don't even know about themselves yet. Yeah. You're right. I did really like cats. God damn it, Alex. No. <laughs> you don't count for that one. <laughs> cats was the last movie I saw in theaters. Oh my god. My That's movie- okay. The last one I saw in theaters was Birds of Prey. <laughs> that was after Cats. Yeah. Mine was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Because I had, oh the, yeah, you got, yeah, I had the special you premiere, the, you did. limited thing. All right, 
You mean 1984. You don't even... You, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, yeah. 1984. That was a long time ago. I know time has been weird. No, but... it was in the time of COVID. <laughs> and it was very strange. It was during the dark days. It, it was. <laughs> but it was very nice. Everybody had on masks. Everyone was spaced adequately. The theater was the cleanest was... I've ever seen a theater ever, ever. And I've cleaned theaters before, which is it... not actually saying much. Um but it was nice. Yeah. I'm During the time see. of that we do not speak of, yes. Yeah. Going to see in the Heights tomorrow, and I'm very oh. excited. Oh, very cool. I'm, I'm yeah. trying so hard not to just like go and watch it tonight. Yeah, I the the struggle there is real. Uh. We would that's like August, to... though. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's everything. It's a busy, thick month. Yeah, she thick. Double thick. Double doses of Mark Russell, Tim Seeley, and Ryan Cady. Okay, but no, let's talk about how many fucking books Jean Lin... Say that for me. Jean Lin Yang? Jean Lin Yang, thank you. How many books that person has out in the month of August? Jesus Christ. That, probably like it's a like, third the number that Colin Bunn does. <laughs> no, it's more. <laughs> Colin Bunn has like two or three, I think. I mean, he's got a no, hair county, so maybe no, more. No, no. Uh, so many. Yes. Very prolific. Jean Lin Young's yeah. great and should yeah. be everywhere. Absolutely. Indeed. Indeed. All right. If there are no last minute additions, we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Panelology is a member of the Certain POV Network. If you're looking for other cool podcasts about popular culture, go to certainpov.com. You can visit us at panelologypodcast.com. Support us at patreon.com slash panelology. Get merch at bit.ly slash panelology merch. Capital P, capital M. This still includes a Grimace-themed design that I will not explain the origins of that has nothing to do with this show, but is 100% Tim's fault. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or whatever, except for why do we have a piece of Grimace merch, because again, not explaining it, you can send those to bit.ly slash panelology mailbag. Capital P, capital M. I'm Alex. I'm Brian. And I'm Jenna. You should all do what I'm about to go do, and that's uh, go read comics. So say we all. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.